The products discussed in this podcast are only available in the United States. Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the first quarter 2023 Von Nelson Small Cap Value Recap Call. And with me today is Lead Senior Portfolio Manager, Chris Wallace. And with that, Chris, I will turn things over to you. You bet. Thanks, Dan. So the first quarter was dominated by a couple of underlying factors, which uh, continue the trends that we've been expecting. We think they'll continue into the next couple of quarters. But it was slowing economic growth, falling inflationary pressures, and the developing stress within the banking system. But we think that stress in the banking system just is going to filter out into other areas of the credit market. So we're expecting further stress, not just in banks, but in CLOs and other areas of of leveraged loans and and private credit. Um, That then put a bid under duration. So we did see growth outperform value. And at the same time, as I mentioned, you know, this sequential decline will continue into Q2. We will see if it is, in fact, going to start to stabilize by Q3 or if we'll see more weakness. And that will really be driven by the underlying conditions in and around an economic recession. But despite having an, whether or not we have an economic recession, we do have an earnings recession. And so as we saw earnings rolling over and going negative in the fourth quarter of 22, that trend will continue in Q1 and Q2. Um, typically, we see these funding stresses develop once we're in recession. The fact that they're already happening before we see a material impairment of free cash flow may lead credence to some concerns that uh, could be a little bit more severe than what's currently priced into the market. Um, when we look at the underlying inflation conditions, as we've said, inflation's peaked, it's coming down. It should be around 4% by Q3 of this year, but the trajectory is going to change unless we see significant strength out of the dollar or material weakness within energy prices. And what I mean by that is a lot of what we've seen is um, a, a a release of inflationary conditions within the goods sector and the manufacturing sector and a combination of base effects that allowed those year-over-year declines, those really start to dissipate in the second half of this year. And so if inflation remains sticky in that 4%, or if it even moves higher because of any incremental weakness in the dollar or any increase in fossil fuel prices, that's really going to tie the Fed's hands as far as their ability to aggressively cut rates. So if we maintain these current level of interest rates, that's going to further exaggerate the concerns in and around the financial sector, in and around credit, and in and around commercial real estate. Uh, so it's something we're going to pay, a pension, a pay attention to. Um, we're very much preparing for a recession. We feel like uh, we've got a pretty good game plan in place. Uh, we saw really strong relative performance in Q1. A lot of that was driven out of our uh, tech sector, out of the industrial sector. There were certainly other securities and other sectors that contributed to that, but that was by large the biggest contributors for what we owned. And then obviously our underweights in financials 
and our underweight in healthcare, mainly biotech, were also uh, material contributors to relative performance in addition to just the idiosyncratic returns we generated in the portfolio. The largest detractors were, in fact, in the energy sector, and we've seen that correction in energy, and certainly we still remain long-term structurally positive on the energy sector. We're actually fairly materially underweight versus our benchmark. We had looked to increase those on any any further weakness. When you look at weightings, sector weightings, the largest moves were increases in consumer discretionary and commercial services. Again, we just took advantage of some of the sell-offs there to add to positions or add new positions, and then decreases in both materials, financials, um, as well as the energy sector. Uh, And that's it. That's a, a wrap for the Q1. All right. Perfect, Chris. Thank you. Important information. Standard performance as a percentage for Von Nelson Small Cap Value Fund as of March 31st, 2023. Class A at NAV. 3 months. 7.65. Year to date. 7.65. 1 year. Minus 1.17. 3 years. 25.07. 5 years. 8.25. 10 years. 9.54. Class A with 5.75% maximum sales charge. 3 months. 1.43. Year to date. 1.43. 1 year. Minus 6.87. 3 years. 22.62. 5 years, 6.98, 10 years, 8.89, class Y, 3 months, 7.68, year to date, 7.68, 1 year, minus 0.92, 3 years, 25.38, 5 years, 8.53, 10 years, 9.81, Russell 2000 value index, 3 months, 1.32, year to date, 1.32, 1 year, minus 9.22, 3 years, 20.69, 5 years, 6.54, 10 years, 8.80. Performance data listed represents past performance and is no guarantee of, and not necessarily indicative of, future results. Total return and value will vary, and you may have a gain or loss when shares are sold. Current performance may be lower or higher than quoted. For most recent month-end performance, visit im.natixis.com. Performance for other share classes will be greater or less based on differences in fees and sales charges. Performance for periods less than one year is cumulative, not annualized. Returns reflect changes in share price and reinvestment of dividends and capital gains, if any. Top 10 holdings for the Von Nelson Small Cap Value Fund as of March 31, 2023. Inside Enterprises, Inc. 4.05% of Portfolio. Element Solutions, Inc. 3.34% of Portfolio. WNS Holdings Limited, ADR. 2.81% of Portfolio. GATX Corp. 2.72% of Portfolio. Rambus, Inc. 2.42% of Portfolio. Quo Global Markets, Inc. 2.16% of Portfolio. Univar Solutions, Inc. 2.11% of Portfolio. Franklin Electric, Company, Inc. 2.09% of Portfolio. International Game Technology PLC, 2.06% of Portfolio. Fabrinet, 2.05% of Portfolio. The portfolio is actively managed and holdings are subject to change. There is no guarantee the fund continues to invest in the securities referenced. Gross expense ratio 1.41%. Class A share, 1.16%. Class Y share, net expense ratio 1.25%. Class A share, 1.00%. Class Y share, as of the most recent prospectus, the investment advisor has contractually agreed to waive fees and or reimburse expenses, with certain exceptions once the expense cap of the fund has been exceeded. This arrangement is set to expire on April 30, 2023, when an expense cap has not been exceeded. The gross and net expense ratios may be the same. Definitions of terms used in this material. Russell 2000 Value Index is an unmanaged index that measures the performance of the small, cap value segment of the U.S. equity universe. It includes those Russell 2000 companies with lower price 
to book ratios and lower forecasted growth values. S&P 500 index is a widely recognized measure of U.S. stock market performance. It is an unmanaged index of 500 common stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry group representation, among other factors. It also measures the performance of the large cap segment of the U.S. equities market. Alpha is a measure of the difference between a portfolio's actual returns and its expected performance. Given its level of systematic market risk, a positive alpha indicates outperformance and negative alpha indicates underperformance relative to the portfolio's level of systematic risk. Beta is calculated for the three-year period and represents the risk associated with the fund relative to market risks. For example, the market has a beta of 1.00, so if a fund has a beta of 0.85, it can be expected to be 15% less volatile than the overall market. Conversely, if a fund has a beta of 1.08, it can be expected to be 8% more volatile than the overall market. Von Nelson Small Cap Value Fund Risks Equity securities are volatile and can decline significantly in response to broad market and economic conditions. Smaller company investments can be more volatile than those of larger companies. Value investing carries the risk that a security can continue to be undervalued by the market for long periods of time. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit im.natixis.com or call 800-862-4863 for a prospectus or a summary prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully. The index information contained herein is derived from third parties and is provided on an as-is basis. The user of this information assumes the entire risk of use of this information. Each of the third-party entities involved in compiling, computing or creating index information disclaims all warranties, including, without limitation, any warranties of originality, accuracy, completeness, timeliness, non-infringement, mercantility and fitness for a particular purpose. With respect to such information, this material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. There can be no assurance that developments will transpire as forecasted. Actual results may vary. The views and opinions expressed are as of April 22, 2022 and may change based on market and other conditions. Natixis Distribution, LLC is a limited-purpose broker-dealer and the distributor of various registered investment companies for which advisory services are provided by affiliates of Natixis Investment Managers. Natixis Distribution, LLC, Fund Distributor, Member FINRA, SIPC, and Von Nelson Investment Management, LP are affiliated, Ad Tracks, 2371272181, Expiration Date, July 31, 2023, POD 132, March, 2023.